Welcome to the 360 Serve Podcast. I'm your host, Mark Tyler, and it's so good to have you with us for today's episode. 360 Serve is about a new way to do missions where we help you, a Great Commission Christian, support indigenous church planners, pastors, and evangelists who live in their country. They understand their language and culture. They're very effective in reaching their country for Christ, but they're often persecuted and face extreme economic oppression, and they need our prayers and support. Today, we continue our conversation with Pedro Gomez from Venezuela. Pedro is one of the evangelists we support who is using his gift to reach hundreds and even tens of thousands with the gospel in Venezuela and throughout the Spanish-speaking world. How is this happening? We will get into that amazing story in later episodes, but for now, right now, we want to spend some time getting to know the country where Pedro grew up, Venezuela. What is Venezuela like? I'm sure you've heard many things in the news about Venezuela, but have you ever talked to someone who's from Venezuela? We've entitled this episode, Culture. In this session, we're gonna ask Pedro to introduce to us his country, Venezuela. All right, well, we are back for another segment. We're with Pedro Gomez from Venezuela, one of the evangelists that we support that's having such an exciting ministry in Venezuela. So, Pedro, in this section, we want to just kind of introduce the culture of Venezuela, you know, to our listeners. Of course, at 360Sir, we support multiple countries. Venezuela is one of them. And... um, so it's so great. You're an insider, obviously. You grew up in Venezuela. <laughs> yeah. If you were to introduce Venezuela to like people, an outsider, how do you describe Venezuela? <laughs> Let's just start there. If you don't know Venezuela, I just want to say Venezuela is a beautiful country with beautiful people, with a beautiful culture and delicious food <laughs> and a lot of things. I love to be a Venezuelan boy and... I, I, I just want to say, so if you have the opportunity to go to Venezuela, you're going to enjoy your state in there. <laughs> yeah. So for all these years growing up in Venezuela, I have seen like, uh, yeah, like living, living mm-hmm. a lot of experience with my family, with my friends in my beautiful country. Through my ministry, I have traveling in all Venezuela, in different state, different city. And I love to Venezuela people. I love to to share my ministry with all, all my my family in all Venezuela. Hmm. Well, that's so cool. <laughs> you know, so we're looking at a country of approximately 30 million people. Yeah. It's in the northeast uh, of South America. Most of yeah. us know where Venezuela is. 23 states total make up Venezuela, yeah, and right? and I know all that states. <laughs> and you've been all through them. Yeah. And, uh, I mean, your music ministry is so powerful. We're going to dedicate a whole segment to that in the future. Yeah. Um, you know, most of our listeners, when they think of Venezuela, they probably are hearing things on the news. And uh, Venezuela has been in the news a lot. And so I'm going to just throw out some things about Venezuela that most people hear. And I'd like you just to comment on wherever you feel like you would on some of these statements. But, you know, in 2013, uh, your president, current president, Mm -hmm. Maduro, was elected into office. I mean, that was a big scandal in many ways. (laughs) Uh, I don't need to necessarily go into that. 
but there was a lot of uh, issues of unfair election allegations and all that kind of thing. But there's been a lot of crises uh, in Venezuela, you know, with his uh, under his leadership. The government in general has, you know, just kind of it's turning into this radicalized socialist country like Cuba. And um, I mean, one of the amazing things, Pedro, and I, maybe you remember this or you experienced it is just Venezuela is one of the most wealthiest countries in South America. And now it's the poorest country in Latin yeah. America. And are you are you seeing that? Is that your experience? So about my my president Maduro. So God bless his life. Yeah, I pray every day for for my governments, for my president. But it's that true uh, that all these years my country, my beautiful Venezuela, has been struggling with a lot of situation in violence, and a lot of people are. St- starving mm. and yeah so I remember one day I was in my house and I'd say okay I need to go outside and outside was happening a lot of situation with uh, riots uh, yeah okay. for that one and the the police uh, against the the people killing people and that was for me, oh my God, what are happening here? And I remember mm. uh, to see with my eyes, front of me, two persons dying, mm. you know. And my mom, she was like, Pedro, come in, come in, come in. That situation is so, so, so hard. Mm. And that situation, not only in my state, in my city, in all Venezuela. So for, mm. for weeks for a lot of weeks and you know and people too I mean they're hearing this and it's like why and just a couple other thoughts 96% of Venezuela Venezuelans now live in poverty I mean that's just an amazing statistic and even it's so desperate Uh, in 2018 the country experienced a 1 million percent in inflation yeah and you know uh, it kind of is traced back in 2015 Venezuela, it, it stopped its oil production. And as a result of that, you know, it's one of the richest reserves of oil. And yet all these anti-democratic policies, mismanagement and corruption have led to that. And so we have today what we have in the country where uh, I think the average daily income is 70 cents per day. Yeah. And people so, are just desperate. And this is what you saw. It's very, very sad to think uh, Venezuela was a rich hmm. uh, nation. Yeah, you know, Venezuela was a rich country because we have petroleum. Hmm. We have, uh, oh my God, a lot of things. It's a beautiful country. But in the last years, so it's very, I don't know. Hmm. When I think about it, I feel sad, sadness in my heart because a lot of people are in poverty. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, in the supermarkets, no food. So the restaurants, no food. So it's, I don't know, it's so, so difficult to speak about it because I'm talking about my country. Yeah. And right now, I know that a lot of people are struggling with 
Just a lot the of daily necessities yeah, you know, that so you need for living. A lot of kids are yeah. dying because they don't have food, they don't have milk to drink, and you know, mm. it's necessary. And is that, there is there someone that you know, Pedro? I mean, I'm sure there's people that you know personally that have died. Is is there some stories on that that come to mind that break your heart? Yeah, yeah. So one member of my family, hmm. it's it's uh no, no, very uh, close, but mm-hmm. I, I know about it. So they, they, he died about this situation mm. because you know their family don't have money and they, they don't have uh, food to to eat, and he died. Mm. Uh, Wow. Uh, uh, of st- like starvation kind yeah. of thing, of just malnutrition. I mean, I read where the average person in Venezuela has lost 20 pounds. You know, is that is that true? I mean, would you say that? I mean, for you even, personally, what's it like food-wise for you in Venezuela? I mean, there's times that you and your family, like, right? Struggle, yeah. and what's that like? Give me a... Yeah, I, I remember in... in maybe two years ago or three years ago I was uh, struggling uh, with a hard situation in my life in my family we don't have money we don't have uh, food to eat and that was a situation very very sad because you know we don't have food in the morning to for the breakfast and then for the lunch and I remember that day so in, because that situation happening for 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 weeks, yeah. you know, and my mom was so sad for that situation. My sister too, and I was like, okay, so I was crying a lot, and because not easy, <laughs> you know. So i don't know i can express a lot of things inside my heart because it's very hard for me yeah. but the most important in everything is the 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 help from god through yeah. through 360 serve too but not only in my family a lot of family around us are struggling with that situation yeah well there's been many times pedro i'll text you you know yeah and, and it's not like you're vocal about this i have to really draw it out of you <laughs> But I'll say, how are you doing? When's the last time oh, yeah, you've eaten? Yeah. And I just want to say thank you for and that because it's it's important. Well, Someday, uh, sometimes in the morning, I, I, I think a lot about, okay, I'm living here in Venezuela, so maybe I don't have uh, cash in my... Yeah. In my... Uh, yeah, your pocket. In my pocket. But I'm thinking about, okay, maybe I can... I can buy something a little... But a lot of family they don't have that opportunity to yeah. to go for the uh, store and buy food, yeah. you know. And when I received your message, hey Pedro, how are you doing? Everything's going well. It's good for me because uh, your prayers and I prayed for for my country, for my family, from a lot of people is the most important. Yeah. And sometimes I cry. I cry. I cry when I pray. I cry for because I know the difficult in every family in my country. 
maybe they don't they don't are my family but i feel like like that yep. because if he if if i want to live a life like jesus christ i need to feel the pain for others and now uh i don't know what happening right now in venezuela i don't know where is the future for my country but i have the hope in my heart and jesus christ have the control of my con uh, for all my country for all family but i just wanna i just wanna say thank you for your prayers and continue praying for my country well it always it always hits me deeply uh, pedro <laughs> and you know i just our listeners it's it's um I don't know. You know, it, there's times I will be in touch with you and I'll ask you, have you eaten? And it's no. <laughs> Even on the road when you're going out and ministering. I mean, it's the love of God that is compelling you to go all through Venezuela and share your beautiful music uh, ministry where you're giving hope to the people of Venezuela that often come to your concerts that have not eaten. And I, I just think it's so much like Jesus. And that's why we support you, Pedro. And I I thank the Lord for your hearts, and yeah. it's the heart of Christ. And uh, it, you know, our, we're trying to do a segment here and just give people <laughs> a little bit of a picture of what it's like to do ministry in Venezuela. And this is a little bit more of a, it's kind of a little bit darker in that <laughs> it's like, man, this is a, a country that's fallen apart where it can't provide, you know, just the basics. There's yeah. shortages of goods <laughs> and poverty and disease and malnutrition and crime and corruption that just... And then on top of it, you've got oh, this yeah, migrant yeah. crisis. Very, you've got all these hard. people leaving, right? Um, you know, three million people have fled Venezuela. And, mm -hmm. uh, you know, but are you seeing a lot of people leaving? And if so, where do they go? A lot of people leaving because for the situation, they can't leave inside Venezuela. Yeah. So it's very, it's very good for me to share this story because a lot of people maybe... Yeah. Uh, they see my life. Oh, he's a artist. He are singer yeah. in a lot of country. He have a beautiful life, and I love my life in Jesus Christ. But behind that, I have a lot of process. Yeah. Maybe uh, today I can post an uh, in Instagram a video singing and worship God. But maybe in that moment I, I I I'm sad because maybe I don't have food in my in my. Yep. You know, and but I'm learning to trust in God, mm -hmm. you know. So the most important in my life is to have the vulnerability to share my story with others because my story, it's the same story, but uh, a lot of people maybe are living a story like me. And if I can share about Jesus in the form like Jesus working my life so a lot of people can learn to trust in God yeah you know and a lot of people asking me are you living in Venezuela yeah I'm living in Venezuela and the spirit of God yep. are supporting me in Venezuela why why you don't live in United States? Why you don't live yep. in, in, in Dominican Republic? You you have a big ministry. You can you can travel. I don't know why, but Jesus 
need me in Venezuela. Yeah. My message, my music, my voice, my my lyrics, it's necessary to share in Venezuela yeah. with my people, with my church. I don't want to cry yeah. <laughs> I, I, right now. I, I don't want to cry, but because I have a lot of a, a lot of things inside my heart, but in enrichment, I just want to say thank you, thank yeah. you, because not only for the money. Not only for that, the most important is your prayer. Because uh, when you pray for Venezuela, when you pray for my family, when you pray for every child in Venezuela, uh, in the the heaven, uh, I don't know how to say that, but in that moment, something changed in Venezuela. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I'm sure, and I feel, I feel sure, in what moment all the situation in my country it's gonna change yeah. for 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 better and the revival in venezuela it's coming Amen. we are we are ready because the greater things are yet to come yeah well i think as people are hearing you this is why we support you <laughs> you know pedro because of the heart you just said and because you continue uh to just live in venezuela <laughs> minister there where you could leave and you could go and just live in in an amazing wonderful place but you choose there god has called you we're going to get into that story in a little bit but uh you know as our listeners are just listening to all this um i i don't know how to describe i've traveled all over the world and the situation in venezuela is very difficult 97 percent of venezuelans are unsure where their next meal is going to come from. So listeners, line up 100 people. 97 out of those 100 people don't know where they're going to get their next meal. That's how difficult it is in Venezuela. And Pedro, God has sent you to those 97 and actually to all of those, you know, in that scenario, 130 million people. And we're seeing an amazing work of God in Venezuela. And through your ministry, and through any gospel preaching ministry in Venezuela, there's a great turning to Christ. 4% of the population, it seems, are evangelical Christians, but it's growing. And, and there is this receptivity to the gospel in this time of physical hunger. There's this spiritual hunger, too, as well. Yeah. And it's so exciting to partner with you and support you and the church planners in Venezuela and the ministries that are taking place there, which we'll talk about. And people are turning to Christ. Yeah, it's weird to 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 say that, but the most amazing time to share the gospel in Venezuela is right now, Amen. because a lot of people have the hunger to to know what's gonna happen, and a lot of people are okay. I need a help. I need to to I need to know what way to go, because it's too much. It's yeah. too much, and when you go and say Jesus is the way Jesus is the solution Jesus is your food for your soul the people run to Jesus Christ and I Can smile when I, when I no no go ahead <laughs> uh, and I smile when I say this because I remember a lot of, a lot of opportunity uh, traveling in Venezuela uh, without microphone without band <laughs> without big sounds without just only with my boys in the middle of the people in different state, like uh, Jesus is the way, come to Jesus, let's sing together. And the people like, okay, 
let's go, let's go. I need to know what's happening with mm. that boy. And when they come to me and we have uh, food to share, we have a dress to share, we have, uh, you know, um, medicines. Okay. In that moment, I sing with my yep. friends. And the most beautiful things that I see is they crying. And then... Pedro, can you pray for me? Mm. Pedro, I have this situation in my life. Can you pray for me? Oh, yeah. Do you want mm. to receive Jesus Christ in your heart? Yes. Heck yeah. And wow. wow. That that situation happened wow. in every state. Wow. In every state. For all these years. Amen. For all these years. But especially these years, a lot of people have that necessity needed yep. to receive something something special from the Holy yeah. Spirit. And Venezuela for the gospel is amazing because mm. uh, a lot of people trust in God and are believing in God. Yeah. And my responsibility in this time is to share that, yeah. realidad, that reality from heaven. Yeah. What is that reality from heaven? Jesus wants to change your life. Jesus wants to... to rise up yeah. from all the situation that I see, that yeah. you see. It's a true. Venezuela is struggling with a lot of situation, but the most important things and the most important truth is Jesus are working in Venezuela. <laughs> Amen. I think that's <laughs> a great way to wrap this uh, session up on the culture. Beautiful culture, struggling, but Jesus is at work in Venezuela. Yeah. So thank you, Pedro. This has been wonderful. God bless. Yeah, God bless you too. And thank you for having me. Thank you, Pedro, for sharing with us what it's like for you and the average person in your country to live in Venezuela. I know we're facing our challenges here in the United States, but I'm not sure it is anything quite like what the average person in Venezuela is dealing with. I just read since we interviewed Pedro, that the minimum monthly wage in Venezuela has now fallen to $3 per month, which is 10 cents per day. It's hard to even comprehend how it's possible to survive on $3 per month. Here's your action step of the day. Pray for Venezuela. When we work, we work, but when we pray, God works. We need to pray that God will do a mighty work in Venezuela. Pray for the government, pray for the economy, pray for compassion, pray for your humanitarian aid. Pray for the spiritual battle that's raging in Venezuela. Pray for the church, God's people, and pray that in the midst of all of this difficulty and mess and pain, that people will look to God and that God will show up and do what God alone does. I love what Psalm 33:13 says. From heaven, the Lord looks down and sees all mankind. God sees and knows every person in Venezuela by name. He loves them, he cares for them, and God is at work, especially when people turn toward God. In our next episodes, we will begin to uncover the amazing things that God is doing behind the scenes in Venezuela, the things the media never reports. You will be encouraged. Yes, you'll even be amazed by what you're about to hear. But today, this day, let's pray for the country of Venezuela. 
Jeremiah 33.3 says, Call to me, and I will answer you and tell you great and unsearchable things you do not know. Thanks for praying, and thanks for being with us today. I hope you'll be with us next time as I ask Pedro to share with us the story of how he came to know Jesus as his Savior and Lord. I've interviewed hundreds of people over the years about their salvation story. Pedro's story is one of the most amazing stories you will ever hear. And once you hear it, you will never forget it. Until then, may the Lord bless you.